Welcome to Home Group. My name is Rick Renner, and as I told you in my social media posts and in our mass email, this week we're dealing with the issues that we're seeing in our part of the world. We're coming to you from Moscow. This is where we live. And our ministry is a Russian-speaking, Ukrainian-speaking ministry, both. We own the largest Russian-speaking, Ukrainian-speaking Christian satellite network in the world. We have churches on both sides of the border. The kingdom of God is on both sides of the border. And God has given us a voice to speak into people's lives. And at this moment, our voice is very important. It's very, very important. And we are on assignment. We're going to stay on assignment. This is where we are. And we have chosen a side. Our side is the kingdom of God. Amen. That's the side that we have chosen. We're staying in peace. We're for peace. We're for people. And we are here to minister to people. And we have been flooded with prayer requests from people. Flooded from people that are reaching out to us. And by the way, this week I want to give you my book, which is called Signs You'll See Just Before Jesus Comes, because Jesus prophesied that many, many events like all of these would happen as we come close to the end of the age. And if you understand the season that you're in, you can embrace it and not be upset by it. It's just the season. When this is over, there's going to be something else. I told you when the pandemic began that after the pandemic there would be something else, and after this there's going to be something else. It's just the season that we're in. And rather than run and hide, we need to be like Jesus. You know, when Jesus crossed the sea to the other side of the sea, where the country of the Gadarenes were, people were running from the demoniacs. But what scared other people beckoned Jesus to action. It was Jesus' moment to shine. And this is our moment to shine. People need us. They need us. But we want you to have this book. But I am here with Denise, with Paul, and with Andre Vasiliev. And Andre is the director of our IGNC, which is the Internet Good News Church. Well, we have 200,000 people who participate in our Internet Good News Church, Russian speakers, Ukrainian speakers all over the world. That's our congregation online. And they've been reaching out to us. And Andre asked specifically if he could be here just to share a little bit about what's happening right now. And, Paul, you're going to interpret. Andre? Yes. This is Andre Vasiliev. Dear friends, good, good, good to see you. Thank you for letting me be here. Но английский недостаточно хорош, чтобы говорить на английском. Но спасибо епископ Рик, что пригласил на эту программу, и спасибо пастор Павел, чтобы, что ты переводишь меня. Мы читали Евангелие от Матфея, 24 глава. We read in Matthew chapter 24. We see that there will be wars and there will be rumors of wars and one nation against another nation. But no one could imagine that it would happen to us and that it would be happening here что между одним народом, которому я принадлежу, и другому народу, которому я принадлежу, это будет происходить, потому что я и русский, и у меня есть и, и украинцы в семье. И 
Я очень благодарен епископу Рику, что он сегодня здесь находится. Никуда не уехал. И он занял позицию, позицию Божьего Царства. Конечно, сегодня по-человечески хочется куда-нибудь уехать на, на, на месяц и потом вернуться и посмотреть, что, что будет происходить. Перестать служить, перестать поддерживать финансами, перестать что-то делать и сказать, все, пауза. Но сегодня, я хочу сказать, сегодня... Здесь людям Бог нужен больше, чем вчера. Абсолютно точно. Сегодня здесь больше людям нужно спасения. И я благодарен епископу Рику за то, что он выбрал позицию Божьего Царства и позицию служить людям. И за этой его позиции сейчас люди доверяют нам. And because of his position, people trust us. Представьте себе, за шесть дней мы получили около десяти тысяч обращений от людей с просьбой помолиться. Just over the past six days, we've received more than ten thousand prayer requests from people in different difficult situations. И мы как раз готовы это делать. У нас большая команда. Епископы, вся команда, мы очень много работали, чтобы приготовиться к этому времени. And we've done a lot to prepare for this time. И нам пишут люди с разных стран сейчас. Из России, из Украины, из Беларуси, из Russia, Европы, Белоруссия, из Украины. Они доверяют нам, что мы выбрали, епископ Рик выбрал позицию Божьего Царства. Представьте себе, за uh, несколько минут мы получаем одно сообщение от женщины, у которой сын отправлен туда, на территорию, где сейчас идут военные действия. War. И она молится о защите спасения его сына. Мы ее поддерживаем. В это же самое время мужчина написал, что сейчас он погрузил всю семью в машину, и они эвакуируются из Украины. И просил молиться за его безопасность. Одна женщина написала нам в Телеграм и сказала, что она прямо сейчас в Киеве, она слышит uh, военные действия, и она говорит, мне страшно, я не знаю, что делать. Мы помолились за нее, мы написали ей в Телеграме, что пусть она сейчас будет внимательно к водительству Святого Духа. И как епископ сказал, мы находимся и на территории России, и на территории Украины тоже наши служители. На территории Украины у нас есть служители, кто там сейчас, прямо сейчас, звонит людям и молится о них. Через 15 минут наш служитель позвонил этой женщине и спросил, все ли у вас в порядке, можем ли мы как-то помолить ее еще вам. Она в этот момент нашла бомбоубежище, и она 
плакала, потому что кто-то молится за нее прямо сейчас, и кто-то дает ей ободрение. By the time we got a hold of her, she had already found a bomb shelter, and she was crying on the telephone because someone cared enough to call her, pray for her, and ask how she was. Задание сейчас для наших служителей, которые находятся там на территории Украины, позвонить каждому партнеру, каждому человеку, которого мы знаем, и очень коротко помолиться о безопасности. Our priority right now for our team in Ukraine is to call everyone we can possibly get a hold of to tell them that we're praying for them. And we're supporting them. И нам пишут сейчас люди с разных стран, они говорят, у нас там родственники, у нас там родные, давайте согласимся в молитве. Вот почему я уверен, важно сейчас находиться здесь, на этом месте и служить людям. Right и мы выбрали позицию Божьего Царства. That has to be our position, because people need us right now. And that's our job. Our job is to help people. Paul? We're living in very special times, unique times. And on one hand, they're challenging, but on the other hand, they're times full of opportunity. And we have to make the choice right now to serve people, to be as close to people as we possibly can. And by not taking sides in a conflict, we're actually opening the door for opportunity to minister to everyone. Because if you start to take sides, then you close the door to opportunities. You know, Denise, when we moved to this part of the world 30 years ago, people were not moving to this part of the world. They were trying to escape this part of the world. It was the very worst time to move our family to this part of the world because it was just absolutely collapsing. It's, it's in the book unlikely. When you read this book, unlikely, I know most Westerners do not have a clue what happened in the former Soviet Union. The absolute devastation that we lived through, but it was the time to be here. People's hearts were open. The gospel was needed. We were very, very needed here. And the gospel really, it's called good news because people need good news. You're watching a lot of bad news. The gospel is the best news that there is. Yes, Paul. Okay. Oh, Mama. Well, I've been thinking about first responders. And everybody, you know, when something happens, they talk about firemen, they talk about police, they talk about first responders, first responders to the bad that's happening, first responders to the danger that's happening, the problems that are happening. And we have the power in us to be first responders. That's awesome, Denise. To be a first responder in prayer. What is more powerful than our prayers? And, and it says in Romans chapter 8, verse 26 and 27, that when we pray, when we pray in other tongues and the Holy Spirit, He intercedes, He gets in there. That's the power of God. That we're not just praying out here somewhere and we don't know if our prayers are effective or not. It says you're praying the will of, of God. God. What's more powerful than that? If we take time instead of just staring at the news or listening to our thoughts. To fall into a spirit of intercession. But to pray. This is an opportunity to be a first responder. Amen, Andre. В нашей команде здесь, в Москве, есть люди, у которых родственники, близкие родственники находятся сейчас. Our team here in Moscow has close relatives in the Ukraine. Только вот 
Сегодня рано утром у нас была молитва команды. И люди сказали, что их родственники в безопасности. И как будто бы военные действия прошли, но прошли мимо них. И то, что говорил пастор Денис, мы сейчас, нам сложно себе представить, сколько людей не погибло, сколько людей получили защиту. Я очень благодарен всей семье Реннеров. Я благодарен, что они находятся здесь, на этом месте. Его голос, духовный голос духовного люди, лидера, люди слышат и уважают. Уважают в этой части света очень сильно. Из-за его позиции, из-за того, что люди его уважают, они доверяют служить им. Я уже говорил, сегодня здесь людям Бог нужен больше, чем вчера. И мы верим, что сегодня Бог будет защищать и спасать благодаря служению, которое здесь делает. People that are helping refugees near the border of the Ukraine, and in the church, in the Moscow church, uh, we're collecting offerings to help those who need physical help, simple help, food and clothes. There's already refugee camps that are opening up right now, and so we're going to do everything we can to pray, and we're going to do everything that we can to show some support. Now, from Moscow, Moscow is not close to the border. So from Moscow, it's difficult for us to send food or be there. But there are other people that this conflict has touched personally, and churches that have dedicated teams and efforts and facilities to help people on this side of the border. And we'll do everything we can on our side to help those people that need help. So please continue to pray, and of course, uh, if you have the opportunity to help, please help. And honestly, Paul, we've done things over the years nobody even knows about. Oh, we've done so many things. We've been involved in containers of food and clothes, which we've sent to war-torn regions that we have never told anybody about because we just felt we shouldn't talk about it. Mm -hmm. But we're very involved in helping people. And I'm on the phone with pastors in Ukraine. And, and I have to tell you, these pastors who have sat under good teaching are filled with the Word of God, they're faith-filled. They're not moved. I was talking to one pastor this week. He made a video. He said, hey, we can't, we can't meet with our people, so let's all get on the phone, call each other, encourage each other. Let's walk in faith. Let's remember that we're not supposed to choose sides, that we're to be salt and light in the world. I am so proud of these pastors. I'm just so proud of them. I spoke to another minister who told me he's anointed everything with oil, pled the blood of Jesus over everything, over his church, over his ministry, over his facilities. You know, this is, a, this is a time for people to really put to practice everything they've been taught and everything they've been declaring for years. This is the time. Andre? И у меня просьба большая к вам. Если вы смотрите эту программу, я понимаю, что вы следуете за Риком Реннером, за епископом Риком. Молитесь, пожалуйста, за нас. 
My request is please pray. Большая просьба. Big, big request. Сейчас меняется события буквально каждый час. Every hour things are changing. И мы несколько раз в день собираемся и думаем, что мы будем делать, если отключат этот или другой ресурс. We gather together every day to strategize and think. Now, what are we going to do if this happens? And what are we going to do if this or that happens? И самая главная цель продолжать служить людям и продолжать распространять Евангелие. And of course, the goal is to continue, continue to share the gospel, continue to serve people. Honestly, if you heard our conversations, you would probably be dumbfounded because we're discussing all these theoretical things, which really, we call them theoretical, they really could all take place. But we're, we're trying to get the mind of God and the Holy Spirit's a leader. This week we're going to be talking about the leadership of the Holy Spirit in difficult times. But the Holy Spirit knows every landmine, He knows everything, He knows how to get around everything. And so do pray for us because we're really listening to the Holy Spirit. Paul? I was texting a friend in the United States yesterday who was asking how we were, how was service. He was very kind, very sincere. He understands that uh, it's a very difficult situation on both sides of the border. So he wanted to know how we're doing in Moscow. And I said, overall, we're peaceful. But of course, you know, we're talking about the situation. Uh, and he's, uh, he's familiar with the banking system. And so he started asking about the sanctions. And I kind of jokingly said, we're going back to the 90s. And then I responded again and said, it's the new 90s. And if you haven't read Dad's book about the 90s in Russia, then you need to read it because the 90s were awful. There were no banks. There was no internet. We had to carry cash. Didn't even know how to get cash. It's like, here we are, back to the future. And he immediately responded, 90s? Revival. That's right. And I, and I said, amen. I like that. If this is the new 90s for us, then we're going into a time of revival. Amen. Well, you know what? Hard times open people's hearts. Denise? Well, that's what I was going to say because God doesn't, nothing takes him by surprise. And all the word that's been planted in, the, in you and the people that live in this part of the world I mean, it's inside of us. It's just percolating, getting ready, just coming up. We're drawing it up and drawing it up and drawing it up to lead us into victory. That word of faith, that word of encouragement, that word that never passes away. away. And I want to say this. Jesus said, heaven and earth, they will pass away. Jesus said that. But he said, my word, that means the word that's been sown into your heart, into our heart. It's never, never going to pass away. And I am so proud of the believers in this part of the world who have like, when, I mean, when they repented and came to Christ, they took it all. Mm. And now it is really producing mm. amazing fruit word. in this hard time. I'm so proud of them. Mm. But hey, we want you to have this book. It's free. Just go online to get it. Signs you'll see just before Jesus comes. And Andre Vasiliev, thank you for joining us and saying these mm. kind words. You said you wanted to be with us tonight. And we're really glad that you're with us. And pray for us because in the next days we have some really serious meetings where we have a lot of things to decide. And the Holy Spirit's our guide. He's going to lead us. We trust him. But nonetheless, we covet your prayers. And we thank you for your support that is very, very needed right now. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed that teaching, please like, subscribe, and comment so more people can see it.